At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. You're listening to episode 61 of Pod on Pod as we review Pitch. There's only 24 hours in a day. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this is Pod on Pod. This week's episode of Pod on Pod is brought to you by Stitchville Post. As a matter of fact, it uh, will bring a local yarn shop straight to your address. You can check them out right now at bit.ly slash Stitchville. Sign up for their one month, three month, or six months plan. You can get a... At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly and to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. A crochet kit or a knitting kit directly to your house. It's actually really, really kind of cool. Do you know how to crochet or knit? I, once upon a time, I could do the, you know, the plastic canvas cross stitch, like where you made, um, you made the pot Jesus holders? signs, pot holders. Yes. Oh, I could Lord. also make, uh, I, not just pot holders though. I could make the uh, magnets to go on your fridge. Uh, I had a Looney Tune book where I had a whole, like a whole series of designs of Looney Tunes. I could make both cup holders and magnets for the refrigerator. I couldn't do any of that. I just took the loop of, uh, of yarn. I made like the Eiffel Tower and crow's feet and that's about all i could do with yarn yo-yo tricks huh yeah learn a lot more than yo-yo tricks with stitchville post it's bit.ly slash stitchville Uh, that's today's sponsor all right on this episode of pod on pod we're going to be talking about pitch you can find it at herepitch.org that's h-e-a-r-p-i-t-c-h.org also here pitch on twitter and on facebook as well what is pitch it is it's a podcast about Music, but stories about music. Yeah, it would. Okay, so you, like they'll talk about bands, but they won't talk about. So, for example, they'll talk about the Clear Mountain Pause, right, and how that affects certain bands. And like in that episode, they talked to the drummer of it's closing time, Semisonic. Boom. Uh, they talked nailed to the, it nailed it <laughs> they talked to him and, and discussed how the pause was used it's really not to begin with it's really not my bag like i am so musically declined or uninclined as it were it, it, it's ridiculous like i can't hear tone i don't know the jargon like pitch chorus the hook all that jazz 
I I have no real reference for it. You're just clueless, huh? M- yeah, mostly. I I am not clueless. I uh, I do not read music, but pretty much everything short of that, I don't play an instrument either. Uh, but short of those two things, I'm actually. How do you not read music? I. I, I just I hear it like I can I've always been able to pick up music I can sing quite well I can learn music I've sang in choruses I sang in you know plays and things like that I'm not incredibly gifted at it and I'm really rusty now since I haven't performed in quite a while but like yeah that's my bag baby and I went to like literally my dad is a uh, they call him the song leader at his church although I think in most churches they call it the music minister maybe or the minister of music. Uh, but he's the guy who he's the guy who Minister directs the congregation. Minister of music sounds way more ominous than the other two. <laughs> Minister of music, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. He's a song leader. Is what he is. <laughs> he waves his hand in front of the congregation and tells them to try to keep on time. You know. So, but anyway, he does that. Has done it like my entire life it was since far before I was cognizant or whatever. Like he was in quartets and things like that growing up. So we went to singing schools when I was a kid. What? Yeah. <laughs> This is not a thing that exists any, anymore, I don't think. I'll, no, that's not true. I actually have a friend who is like a music professor of some sort, and I think he just hosted a singing school for his church maybe. But the idea is that you teach uh, the layperson, somebody who doesn't want to really learn how to sing professionally. So me. Yeah. Okay. Well, like would you like to sing in a congregation no. when you went to church on Sunday morning? Not in the least. No? Would you like to sing karaoke once in a while? Nope. Okay. Then you're not the you're not the audience, Okay. But the person who would like to do those things but doesn't know how. I like to watch karaoke. never had any training. You bring that person in and you teach them the rudimentary basics of – you teach them scale. You teach them a few exercises, how to train their voice a little bit. You teach them what it looks like on the page and what those things are doing. Maybe they don't necessarily learn how to read music. But even I – I don't know how to read music, but I can see – Hey, this song is going up in pitch, and it's about this much, or it's going down, or it's you know it's moving like this. Well, one of the things I thought I really enjoyed about this show was the episode "Painting for Music." I think it's is what it's titled. Uh, no, it's "Paintings to Sing." Paintings to Sing. I was way off, but "Painting to Sing" was one of my favorite ones because my music education is like. In the fifth grade, fourth grade maybe, we took a music class and everybody got one of those little plastic recorders and that was it. That That's all I remember of my music education. But some of the things they did in that episode that that, that school was doing was really, really cool. And I was actually going to mention it uh, to Kelly to get her to listen to that episode. There, I, This is one that I'm going to suggest to my wife as well. Yeah, You're yeah. right. Yeah. She, she's is, a teacher. Yes. And, and that episode in particular – points out how integral music is to the way that kids' brains form. Like, that's what, it is, and that's what it's about. Like, there is a reason why we've had music education traditionally, classically, and I think there is a reason why the lack of music education, the, the removal of it from our school system and from our education system has coincided with the downfall of our schools. Like, I'm not saying it's directly corollary, but I think it's connected. Now I have something to blame. There you go. They just com- just complain about their there's no next music. time somebody says I'm stupid or whatever. I'll just be like, look, I didn't take music in school, man. Exactly, exactly precisely. All right, so uh, let's get back to the specifics on this show. Uh, every week on Pod on Pod, when we review a show, we listen to at least three episodes of that podcast. You have to give a show several opportunities to win you over, mostly because you might not quite speak the language of the show. This one, uh, there were a couple of issues on the naming of the episodes and the way that they bring different things into their feed. That's one of the things that tripped you up. We'll get to that in a minute. But I listen to 
the Rock the Long Box episode. I listened to that one as well. I listened to the karaoke episode. I listened to that one as well. Uh, and the encore episode for both of those. I did not listen to the encore. Or excuse me, there was. wasn't an encore for Long Box. There was for yes. karaoke. I also listened to the Your Old Friend episode. That's about Nas' album uh, Illmatic. I did not, although it sounds delightful. It was really good. And I listened to, as you mentioned, it's the um, the Paintings to Sing episode. Oh, you didn't listen to the best episode. Which one? Do it yourself. I will now because I'm a subscriber to this show. Oops, that's a spoiler. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's talk about the show. We break it down by discussing the audio quality, the host likability, the production values, the content, uh, and then we give you some of our favorite moments too. The question is, if you've listened to last week's episode, will we still rate the show when we get to the end of and the And will episode. we remember to tell you how long these episodes are? <laughs> that's, a, that's a brilliant question. You know what? I'm going to have to go look it up. How long are these episodes, um, Josh? They're between about 16 and a minute. Between 16 and a minute. Uh, that's a spread. That is quite a spread, as a matter of fact, isn't it? Uh, it's how- very, I mean, it's a very large spread over a very small amount of time. They're in between seasons right now, too. We should say that. As this episode launches, uh, season three is coming soon, is all they say. You should sign up. They've got a newsletter. You can subscribe to them in iTunes, and either way, you'll get the next episode as soon as possible. But they do, this it goes in fits and spurts, is my point. This yeah. is not a, a strictly regular 52-week-a-year uh, show. All right, let's go straight into the content. How is this show formatted? What do they discuss, and how do they discuss it, Josh? It is formatted a lot like – oh, good lord. We just Reply All. That's what it reminded me of. Not You started to say startup. It's, well, I started to say serial and I was okay. like, it's not that. Well, it's like startup and serial in that it is a narrative podcast yes. with interviews. Correct. But to me, it is most like Reply All in that it's uh, – very often it's two guys as the hosts. I will 100% give you that. Yes. And And – they sort of introduce a topic often in an interesting way, try to get you like a, with a hook, just like you would in a news article. And then they lay out the thing, sometimes in, an, in a surprising fashion, like, hey, here's some things that I might not have thought this story up, some places I didn't think this story was going to go. For instance, the Rock the Long Box. They make a outrageous claim at the very beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. That he was says, pretty uh, – yeah. That's I a bold say claim. That's a this, bold statement. This R.E.M. album is the greatest, most important – Social and civil rights album of all time. So to be provocative right from the start, I'm going to make this claim right here. I think the most politically important album of all time is R.E.M.'s Out of Time. You're not talking about like Bob Dylan, you know, like the times they were changing. You're not talking about Sam Cooke. The change is going to come. Like you're not talking about the civil rights. You're not talking about like U2. Why? I put this album up against all of those. And and here's the thing. And just then the explains why. And by the end of the episode, you sort of kind of agree with him. I didn't. No. I mean, I get his point. Like, I liked it. Like, I enjoyed the layout of that. Uh, and it definitely improved my opinion of where that album would have stood. But I can't say the greatest. So that's the content. It, they tell you interesting stories about music. You already mentioned also the story about the um, the school. It's not an art school. It's not a music school. No, it's just a it's, school. It's, a, it's an elementary school. Yeah. They're teaching two-year-olds these high-level – Second graders. Second graders. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. not two-year-olds. They're teaching the second graders. I've got one of those. I've got a two-year-old too almost, so it's, I get them confused sometimes. They act a lot alike. Uh, but the second graders, they're teaching them these sort of high-level lessons in music through – 
uh, abstract creation. And as a matter of fact, that leads, I'm going to jump ahead, but it's one of my favorite moments actually oh, it comes from that episode. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I think the boy's name is Liam. Yeah. He so succinctly, he's got this great line, which pretty much sums up everything that art is supposed to be like in one line. He says why it's pleasing to him that they did this. What do you think, Liam? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Are you guys happy that you that you painted that stuff? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty happy. Why? Because then we get to hear people sing it, and we don't know what they're going to sing. Oh, and how does that make you feel? Good. Because they're using <laughs> our ideas, and they're using their own things and turning them into different ways, but they're the same thing. And I was like, "Boom, yeah, Liam, for that right, for that right there, I love this show. How well do they put it together? Let's talk about production values and audio quality. Mm. Production values first. Here's where you got a big problem. I really only have two problems with the show at all. Other than that, it's a very pleasant, pleasing show. If when it hits certain topics, I'm extremely like sucked in and interested. If it's on something that I'm not really familiar with, it's harder for me to get into. But across the board, there's two things." That just drives me batty. So the first is at the first, and that's the quote-unquote theme song. Uh, yeah, I can't. It just comes off as very jarring to me. I Maybe it needs to be lengthened. Maybe my problem with it is that it's quite short. I do enjoy the, the talking parts whenever, you know, they come on and says what pitch is, and, and then somebody comes and says it's the color of, war, of, of music or whatever. Those parts are fine, but the... The, the tone... The the thing behind it, I don't know what you would call that type of music. Pitches are a perception of frequency. All that note sounds. Pitch is fingernails on a chalkboard, and so whenever I first started listening to pitch, and that was their intro, I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to ever explain how all that works together. For a show called Pitch, because it's so unpleasing to me. Do you think that it's possibly a little worse for you or for me because of the fact that we're listening to several of them in a row? Like it, normal it people, be. normal people are only getting these yeah, once yeah, a week could or be. whatever. I did, like it didn't really start bothering me till I hit about two or three in a row. The first time I heard it, I did make note of it. Though. I was like, "Well, that's that's a little." That's interesting. So I thought I was looking for and I was hoping they were going to do is, oh, it'd be great if they did an episode strictly based on putting together their intro. Like Alex is a musician. Yes. Like there's got – choices had to be made there and I'd like to know what the choices were and why they were made. So that's uh, your first problem with the show. Your second problem sort of which follows could, in which this. It's, it's, it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth but I think if I heard an episode on it – and they could give their reasons. Maybe I'm on board with it. I don't know. Maybe it's some like perfect note that has like some sort of importance for someone who is a musician. Right, right. But I don't. But I don't know. And and if that is the case, like it it could turn that around for me. What if it's a secret code trained? It could, to, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like there's to make us all assassins. Or maybe they just were like, oh, yeah, that works. We are all Manchurian candidates. Yeah. Your other problem, though, sort of goes in this space, too, for production values, and that's the, the way that they package the show. Yes. The show. You've already mentioned th- this show goes from a minute and change all the way up to 18 minutes, 19 minutes or so. Right, and, and 
Some of those are not real episodes, and I'm putting my my quotation a lot fingers of them, up. A lot of them, like it looks like they have way more episodes than what they really do because – so they'll have an episode and then they'll do what's called a reissue, which is they're just posting that, that episode again. All right, and then they have encores, which is a little bit more about that episode, and then they have encores, which are quite quite short, like they're even shorter than the encores. I know that all sounds confusing. Now, the encore is sort of like a preview of an upcoming thing. Maybe they're asking for feedback, or they're asking for submissions or story ideas. It could be a, it could be a lot of different things, but I think what really makes the encore is the length. It's all like a minute, maybe two minutes. Yeah, well, there's a couple like there. And then an encore is like five to six. Well, no, some of the encores get up that high too. There, there's an encore for Valentine's Day from February uh, February of this year, I think, and it's like 549. If you were making a mixtape for your current crush, what song would you put on it? Anyway, it, it is a little confusing yeah. if you're just stepping into the podcast. If you're just dipping your toe in there, you're like, I, w- which one should I start with? Well, it made, it made it difficult. What do I listen to? It made it difficult to navigate. Like, I didn't even know there were seasons. Yes. Un- unless you go to their website, that's a little hard to discern. When you go to the website, it's clear exactly what's going on. Hey, we put this thing out in season. But j- if I'm just pulling up from Stitcher, I can't tell. Precisely. Precisely. And that's one of the things that you got to think about as a podcaster. Or truthfully, you should think about as a listener, too. If you're sampling new shows, like try to give them a little leeway. And, and if it is really confusing, maybe their website will make this clear to you. As a as a podcaster, you should try to make that more clear in the way your show is ordered in all the ways people can stumble across it. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Yes. So it so, made it difficult. So I didn't really care for the intro and the way that they have it ordered um in the feed is real wonky. Now, what about audio quality, which is the other side of this? And these guys to me, it it's right up there. You mentioned Serial, you mentioned Startup. Uh, I mentioned Reply All. I feel like these guys have great uh, great audio quality. No way. It's like, not an NPR level? No, no, not even close. Like it's good. It's really good. Even when they're in studio because they're they're generally the editing and mixing it themselves. Like Yes. And there's no way possible for you to do all the work, completely package everything and still be able to have it on the level of any podcast that has, say, multiple people people working on one episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's close, though, to me. Like, this is a no one will yeah, have an listen- issue yeah. with this show. No, not at all. It's quality. very listenable. But you tend to, like, you – what's funny is whenever we get to audio quality, you will just say some outrageous claims one way or the other. <laughs> This is the best show ever. Yeah. This, this is the worst terrible. show ever. I, can't, I couldn't hear anything. It was all on the phone. What's wrong with you? Who's doing phone <laughs> interviews nowadays? Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, speaking of phone interviews, I there is a piece of hardware that I saw advertised the other day on, on the internet, and it plugs into your smartphone, and then you can, you can plug uh, headphones into that, and uh, you can even plug it straight into a recorder or plug it straight into your computer, and then... Either through a phone call or through Skype or through Google Hangouts or through FaceTime or any of those ways that we call each other, you can record both ends of the audio like as clear as you can, as clear as you can hear it at least. I am so excited about that. And and not just for me, but for podcasters everywhere. I don't understand anything you just said, but hey, I'm stoked. Good phone calls. Good phone calls for like 100 bucks worth of hardware. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Good phone calls. All right, let's get to uh, our favorite moments. Uh, we already mentioned the paintings to sing episode and Liam's story. Was there another particular favorite moment for you? No, well, that hands down was like my favorite moment. 
but the best episode so far for me is the do-it-yourself. I, f- I feel like there's two types of shows going on here, okay? So, like, you have the one do-it-yourself where it's them uh, interviewing two people about, you know, in the 90s starting their own label and doing their own band and all the different things that they had to do with that, which was, which was very interesting. And, and the sh- show as a whole was really well done. And then you get to like some of the shorter episodes and it just seems it seems rushed or that they just didn't have enough time to really flesh out that topic. Like there's one on dreams, like making music in your dreams, which was tough for me to follow because I don't – I only remember – I can remember dreaming three times and it was all when I was a child. Now I remember those dreams very, very vividly. But dreaming as an adult, I can't put a finger on it all. And I thought it was a very interesting topic. But I don't think they went deep enough into it, and I'm hoping they're going to come back and revisit it because it sounded like at the end they might. That is fascinating, dude. That is absolutely fascinating. Well, they went to uh, – the cool part is they went to uh, this guy who has done thousands of sleep studies. And Alex asked him, he's like, hey, what's – how regularly do people hear music or make music in their dreams? And the guy's like, out of thousands of them, I can't think of any. Or it's very, very few. Like out of, let's say, maybe two out of a thousand. And what was cool was the professor thought it would be very interesting. He doesn't even know if this study has been done, which kind of blew my mind that no one in dream studies has thought about music in dreams. Like there's not a paper on it. Right. And so the professor actually got kind of excited. He goes, now there's a paper to be published. (laughs) Right. And I thought that was really cool. And it would be like if they do this study and get the students together and music students or or whoever they can do this whole – sleep study on them, that'd be something really, really cool to come out of this. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. All right. So there you go. Uh, there are several episodes for you to check out, and we're going to have links uh, to a bunch of this stuff in our show notes as well. The only thing we haven't talked about is the host likability. Uh, so you got Whitney Jones, Alex Kaplman, and was it Ellen Meyer was the host of the karaoke episode? It was a it was a female host. Yeah. Okay, those are the three names that are that are listed at the top of the bio show uh, or in the about section at hearpitch.org, By the way, that's the website once again. I truthfully like them all. I think my favorite though is Alex Alex Kaplman. Uh, I think I enjoyed him the most. I think he and his taste in music and mine align maybe a little bit from the episodes that I listened to anyway, and. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like in the room he's the Joel. So I f- I feel like the style that they do, you know, the 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 way that they put the narrative together has to have some writing in it, and I think that that kind of structure sometimes um, can be very constrictive. Yes, and that's what I felt like. I felt like the hosts, Alex in particular was trying to fit what they do or what they wanted to say into this narrative scripted form. So do you think you lean into it or should they lean away from it? Like, oh, you're putting too much reins on it. Or is it like you're not buckling it down enough? You're not putting enough time, enough money into the production. Like what this needs is a bigger budget or what it needs is to be a looser podcast, more a podcast or more a production. That's my question to you. Right. It felt like – like it never felt like it was very conversational. No, well, I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be. Right. It's but, presentational. Yeah, but I think that – yes. Yeah, exactly what you just said. Either tighten it up 
and and put in some more hours, and I know they're already putting in a ton to make it and sculpt it in that vision if that's what they want or make it more conversational and more personal really by loosening it up. But it, it, I feel like it needs to go one way or the other. You know what's funny to me? It seems to me like what you're asking them to do is what Reply All did. Like, hey, you guys had a good show in that TLDR. What you need is some more money and for this to be your only gig, period. And so they did. They ran across town to Gimlet Media. They spent a little bit more money on the show. It's a little bit more polished. But you're like, ah, it's the same show. (laughs) But you're saying you might like pitch better if they did. If they spit and polish. Spit and polish and a shiny new logo. <laughs> yeah, well, I like the a new intro. If you have to that. look, look, if you're putting me, if you're putting me in a corner on whether I would like to hear something about internet topics or something about music topics, even though <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about music, I'm going to lean that way. All right, so we've broken the show down for you. We've told you exactly what you can expect. So now you can go check it out yourself if it sounds interesting to you. Hearpitch.org is the website. The question, Josh, is after our discussion in last week's episode, which, by the way, if you have not checked it out, it is a bear. It's a, it's an hour long, but yeah. it is well worth it, so well worth it. Go and check it out. Last week's review of Startup and the discussions about our show that we had in that. It's already borne some fruit, as you've already heard. We now play excerpts of the shows we're reviewing during the show. I splice that in. Illmatic is, in my opinion, a lot of people's opinion, like the finest hip-hop album that's ever been created. I sit the dog peak watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the margin. It's the sort of cinematic quality of Illmatic, the storytelling in Illmatic, um, the writing even of hooks in Illmatic. But even though Jay thinks that Illmatic is the best rap album of all time, he says that we discussed it before. Our producer Rob has suggested it. Oh, uh, you know what? Here's uh, funny because I felt like some of your delivery tonight was a little like short or weird, and that's because you were pre-editing of where you're going to drop that sound in. <laughs> and this is something that we hadn't talked about. No. So. I think one of the things we should do is communicate more. <laughs> there you go. That's it's ways we can it's ways we can be better as a team. Uh, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. I had some ideas about like, hey, Owen, I'll play a bit here. I'll play a bit there. And since I thought of the bits that I wanted to play, I as we're discussing, I'm like, this would be a good place for me to put that. And so I don't need to belabor. I don't need to beleaguer the. Beleaguer or belabor the point? Belabor the point. I don't need to belabor I the point. I think both of them work. <laughs> Probably so. I don't need to beat the point to death. I can just make it with this soundbite that I'm going to include. So anyway, that's one thing that I've already done. We've had listeners suggest that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rob Goldman, our producer with Team Procreate, has suggested it before. The, I'll, I'm the hang-up. I'm the reason we haven't done it before. And you said, since I'm not going to do it, I don't care. You do, If you want to do it, you can do it. If not, I understand why not. It takes more time. It is extra labor. And I've thought it wouldn't make the podcast that much better. But after our discussion last week, I thought, I want the podcast to be better. I want us to have a bigger audience. I want us to be better at the mission that we're trying to accomplish this is a way that I am in control of making it better. So I need to turn that knob. And I did turn that knob this week. And if you would like to see our show to continue to get better, and we hope you do, give us suggestions. You know, go back and listen to the episode uh, and be part of those conversations in, in the uh, startup review. Because here's what we're going to do. 
we laid out a couple of uh, of issues. Uh, one is uh, the name of the show. Should we keep it? Is there a better way to name our show to inform our audience about what we do? The second issue that we're going to tackle is going to be, do we leave the song at the end of our show? Or is there a better way for us to get the mission of Team Procreate out there? And, and are we- most importantly, yeah, most importantly, are we going to continue to rate the shows? Is keeping the rating in worth it to our listeners or are the types of conversations we have enough to uh, to get you to listen to a show or decide a show's not for you? Continue to email us your feedback because at our next meeting with Tim Procreate, with Rob in particular, we're going to bring up these topics. Joel and I are going to discuss how we feel on it and we may not even be in agreement on each topic, but your feedback is definitely going to help because you need a voice at the table as well. Uh, speaking of that feedback, here's one example before uh, we. Uh, so, do you want to rate this week, and and then we'll continue yeah, to listen? Yeah, I think we try. I think we make some tweaks that we feel comfortable with. Like, so, for instance, this week we're going to try instead of having a song at the end of the show. I've got this weekend team procreate. You can go to teamprocreate.com. And check out some other things happening from our network. For instance, they do a lot of great reviews. Music reviews, film reviews, game reviews. And we're going to talk about some of all of those. Those links are in our show notes, uh, which you can find in any good podcast app or on our website at teamprocreate.com. Or you can go straight to podonpod.com and uh, click the episode at the top. That's the one you're listening to. Uh, so that's coming up in the episode. We're going to go ahead and do that now. This week, though, we will rate the episode and, and or we'll rate this podcast. And then moving forward, that might be something that goes away if the audience says, hey, it's not that useful to us. Uh, uh, yes, and I am – I feel very strongly to get rid of the rating. Okay, so right now, let's rate this thing before we get to listener feedback then. And we do have one already uh, in length d- discussing last week's episode. I'm going to give this show a two earbuds. It's absolutely uh, a, a thoroughly enjoyable show for me. It, it tickled a lot of my fancies. I am subscribed, and I will suggest it not only to my wife but to others. It's a one. There's a there's a couple of technical issues with, like, you know, how they how – they, name the show in the feed that is cumbersome. And then the topics for me in particular are very hit and miss. Some of them I'm completely engrossed in and I'm disappointed when the show's as short as it is. And then others I feel like I didn't didn't get out of it what was intended. Fair enough. All right, let's go to listener feedback real quick here. Uh, this is from Christopher Lupo. Great email in response to last week's episode as we reviewed Startup and then discussed our show. The name is fine, he says. I tend to think ratings are not needed in your podcast, although I can see them having a place on your website database. Sorting episodes by rating could be quite useful. I'm also certain that the earbuds have nothing to do with you gaining more listeners and everything to do with your 2.5 star rating in iTunes. <laughs> uh, and we are, by the way, I think we're the most reviewed two-star uh, podcast on iTunes. It's 80-some-odd reviews, lots of them z- uh, zero or one earbud. Uh, most of those, Rob has a podcast fans. Um, your biggest growth in listeners came from stuff you, stuff you should know because you started a good relationship with them. Focus on relationships. Ditch earbuds in your reviews. Rating a podcast doesn't add any more value than 20-plus minutes of discussion will. If the purpose of the podcast is to spread the gospel of podcasts, then the song at the end doesn't fit the purpose. Change, Boom. change the purpose of your podcast or remove the song to stay consistent with the values of Pod on Pod. Tacking the song on at the end does sound like your daddy's radio. 
Man, I loved it. That was That's a great a point. line. That I wish I would have thought of that line. There are plenty of other podcasts, uh, the Echoes podcast, etc., and services, Reddit and Pandora, etc., for discovering new music artists. Sharing bits of episodes on social media is a fantastic idea. I wish the podcast ecosystem made this easier. I agree 100%. Uh, here's some interesting things. Uh, there are – I saw from a guy that works at – Blurberry, we host with Libsyn. That's the the company that hosts our actual podcast files. But Burberry or Blurberry, I can't remember which one. But th- that is another. That's the other major host. This guy says, "Great idea. I'm immediately instituting this as as quickly as possible." So in their player, apparently, they're going to do the timestamp thing, like you and I talked about. I do with Overcast on my iPhone. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and hey, look, as Spotify rolls in podcasts, which by the way, as soon as we're able we're going to be in spotify so if you're a big spotify user and you like to listen to pod on pod soon we'll be there too as soon as it's available we will let you know um but uh let's see there was one other thing that that christopher said oh yes would be nice if you could sample episodes in reviews uh that is a great idea too if you were so if you're reading a review just like you can in iTunes where you sort of listen to like 90 seconds of a song. Yeah, 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 What if you could just click play and listen to 90 seconds of that episode right there without downloading, without streaming the whole episode starting at the beginning even? What if, what if we could mark? Well, I would, think, I would think that the difficulty in that comes in this. It's easy to do 90 seconds of a song or 30 or even 10 seconds of a song because you can get the chorus in. Yes. And that's going to give you a real good idea of what that song's about. In a podcast, what what ninety seconds do you take from the, our show? I don't I don't think you take ninety seconds. I think you do five minutes. I think you do five minutes on the podcast. I don't think it would be hard. And, and if they want to, you could even do the first five minutes. And no, you would I be. Don't, I don't agree. I don't agree at all. You, okay, think about what you just said. You're going to take five minutes of a show, right? Of each episode. But what if it's like uh, what if it's like pitch and it's a two minute episode? Okay, good point. So and nobody's one... like five minutes is a lot of time, dude. <laughs> when you're looking at everything else is is going to shorter and shorter increments. Like Vine, look at that, right? So uh, the other thing that Christopher sent in was the link to Wikipedia. By the way, it was a Wikipedia article on Chief Creative Officer. <laughs> uh, a Chief Creative Officer, or CCO. Is the highest oh, ranking position of the creative team within a company. <laughs> Depending upon the type of company, this position may be responsible for the overall look and feel of marketing, media, and branding associated with the organization. The CCO may also be charged with managing, developing, and leading the team of creative directors, art directors, designers, and copywriters. So did uh, Chris tell us who that would be? Uh, he did not. Well, what are you doing, Chris? Leaves it up to us to decide. Uh, Here's the other thing that he chimed in on real quick before we we, uh, get rid of this episode and and get on out of your way. Uh, He says, conservative here. uh, This is in response to our discussion about do liberals and conservatives both listen to us? Are there any conservative podcast listeners, et cetera, et cetera? Do I offend them? He says, all the conservative stuff uh, is Christian-oriented, mostly, and are only side projects. So very, very niche. He says, as far as podcasts, the the podcasts that are out there that are conservative, conservative or Christian oriented and they're very niche. Uh, he says the, con- the conversations you guys carry is enough to keep the episodes listenable. Although I would probably never enjoy the liberal leaning pods that we review. Uh, he says, then again, that sounded really extreme. All of them are liberal leaning. I listen to the radio labs and NPRs, etc., all the time. Uh, and then this is in response to last week's episode, and I really appreciated this. This is from 140 Characters of Tech on Twitter. He says, I feel like Pod on Pod graduated to the next level with that episode. Yeah, I do too. 
I feel like we're setting people up for disappointment. <laughs> Next week's going to be a real <laughs> episode, folks. <laughs> no, it's – well, it's – how do you – how much time do you give a show that is willing to change and morph and adapt and evolve to do that? Well, I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Hopefully you'll be back and join us uh, next week as we review oh, what, Josh? Oh, hey, we didn't even tell them our plan. We got a plan for, for all of the upcoming episodes. We're, I'm going to be honest. I'm really not – like I'm excited that we're, that we're going to attempt this. Um, I think it's brilliant. I am not happy with how much work I know it's going to take. No, I, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We've uh, we've got a plan. We're going <laughs> that's, to do that's it. Like no, it's going to be fun, dude. No, it will be. I promise it will be. Uh, it, it will be because it's our job. This is this is well, it's not our job. It's our side gig. This is this is our passion. Is what it is. Yeah, that's that's what's getting me through this, man. So in our theme song, we list several different kinds, of, or we don't. Adam Dale lists several different kinds of podcasts that we theoretically would review for which, you, which we didn't help Adam. Right at all. This is 100% something he just came up with, and we we're like, oh, yeah, man, sounds great. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Uh, do you want to learn a language? Which we haven't done yet. Do you want to play guitar? We did some music just now. Yeah, we're going to get to actual lessons, though, I think, at some point. Uh, are you wanting something funny? We've done lots of that. We've done lots of funny, but we're going to do another one just to make sure we've got it covered. Are you wanting something smart? We've, we've done, done some smart, yeah. yeah we've, we've done some smart some podcasts, smart. but we can we can do better there as well. Uh, a, a show on astral projection. Now we've skirted the uh, the looser bounds yeah, of the scientific realm, but but we'll go directly to astral projection if that's what you want, my friends. And the history of art. There has been some of that. We've covered history. Some history. That's right. They've talked about art. Yeah, we're going to get to all of them. The first thing, though, uh, that we're going to do is we're going to review a, a smart podcast. And what is that smart podcast? I'll tell you. It's a little show called... Oh, dude, we could knock out smart and comedy if we just did The Smartest Man in the World, hosted by Greg Proops. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> uh, John and Chris are the hosts for this one. It's called the Smart People Podcast, podcast interviews featuring awfully smart people. Uh, that's our review for next week, so stay tuned for that. We hope you join us again. Do you have anything else to add, sir? It's going to be interesting to see what length the evolution of our show will end up settling in. I think somewhere north of 30, short of 45. Okay. <laughs> That's what this one is anyway. All right. Uh, until next episode, we've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this has been the podcast. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? So on astral projection, all the history of art. Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Just leave it up to Joel and Josh. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the ProCast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and the fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com.
Procreate.com. This week on TeamProcreate.com, Tara Alexander reviews the Ultimate Sinatra album. Jack Brink discusses Chroma Squad. And Dan Tumaseek reviews Episode 7 of Orphan Black. Check out that and more at TeamProcreate.com. And don't forget, you can bring an LYS to your address by signing up at bit.ly slash Stitchville. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.